Hello everyone, Wes here from the Basement Dwellers, a bi-weekly podcast dedicated to all activities most enjoyed by those who spend their time in the deepest, darkest, and dankest of basements everywhere. If you like anything and everything nerd culture, come check us out and subscribe to the show via iTunes, Google Play, or by visiting www.tbdpod.com. Previously on Tomorrow's End. Hold on, what are you chewing on? Oh, what? <laughs> Hold I'm, on, what's he chewing on? Um, Hold on? I'm not chewing on nothing. Chopping to the bit. Does he got some tasty bits down there, Tim? Calm down. <laughs> no. How did humanity get here? I just can't remember. The rest of the world didn't know why the end had come. They'd heard on the radio about an attack on the states by either Russia or China over dwindling resources. What we knew was that the world was going to end. A crazy man named Morrow had a plan to save the world. Many teams were frozen in vaults deep underground. Safely tucked away from all the bombs and nukes flying and the asteroid that would finally end everything. They were supposed to wake up 25 years later and help pick up the pieces. But something went wrong and everyone woke up a lot later that they woke up at all. Cultists, criminals, madmen, they'd been living and thriving through the radiation and destruction the entire time. Some good people also survived. They held on to hope by spreading stories. Stories about tomorrow's end. Did you guys unhook the goddamn grenade before you came out the door? I would know how to open my own freaking trap door. It's fine. Are you we sure? Come out, we come out of the shop. You don't see the door. You see us come out of the shop. Because you guys are out looking at the mech. The mech was inside, I thought. No, probably. I'm not fitting the mech inside. Oh, that'll my never shop. fit. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably doesn't fit. I fit a Humvee and almost a drill press in my shop. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we come back out of the shop, and I look a little more. Mm, I don't know what I look. I look tired. I look tired. That's reasonable. It's been a long goddamn day. Well, RJ's got the armored plate removed. Well, it's what's left of it from the leg of the mech. Well, my initial. It's, it's not as bad as it looked. There's little structural damage. We've ruptured a couple of lines. Lost quite a bit of fluid. I got enough in my repair kit to fix the lines. More fluid's going to be an issue, though. I think I'll have enough to run, but barely. So if we got a solution there, I could also... This is, this is going to burn up most of my ability to replace lines. Can we use transmission fluid? Should be damning the same stuff. Yeah, oh, wait. Would my character know fluid. that? <laughs> we don't know because the striker's electric. If they're running trucks, they have transmission fluid here. Precisely. But I got this big ass hole in my armored plate. It's not a good thing. I come over, I take a look. Hell, I'm not sure you can't run diesel in it. Beet juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little north for that, but we can make that work. Um, Yeah, Uh, let me take a look at that. You got the plate off, you got... So oh, yeah. I can see your inner workings. Yeah, it's it's off. Everything's no, refresh my memory. It was just a one leg that got battered, right? Yeah, yeah. I got hit with one RPG, 
tore up the armored plate pretty well, but not much of the blast got through it. Tore up like it's it's burn charred nasty in there. But the only thing that really got damaged was the lines. Can't remember. What is this armor plating again? It's an ablative carbon fiber. Ooh, that's super exciting. I can't replace that, but... Not a great design choice. Uh, it was lightweight. That was what they went with. Well, lightweight's all well and good until it takes a bunch of hits. Yeah. I can well, the I can make a couple solid, solid repairs. Probably just replace the plate because the carbon fiber, you're not going to have a good time once one side of it starts to go yep um the theory was there'd be a team there to support that would have backups yeah i'm supposed to have my own support unit we're not there somewhere really cool how that keeps happening so uh yeah i, I could i could i could throw a thought on getting this repaired we could beef up the structural under it as well to yeah. take care of any hairlines that are in there for now so we don't have to go looking for oh, them we're just patching for, over for a blade you could use wood if you guys change the weight, he's going to have a limp. Well, if I change the weight on one side, I could just make the other side the same thing. If No, make him limp. Give you a limp. Pimp he, he was just worried about going out and like getting some sort of interactive with the community. I don't think he wants to be limp. Ooh. Sorry, that, never mind. That was, that was, that was I was talking to God. What do you want? I don't know. Charlie kept talking to me in my hole. So like, <laughs> God, guy, you know, same guy, right? <laughs> yeah. But well, you just play like Digi's not there. She leaves eventually. God. If only. Uh, so, yeah, what uh, say I take this into the shop, at least get a new measurement set for your uh, plates, yeah? Yeah, let's get some measurements. I, I have to imagine you're going to have to machine something. Oh, yeah. You can't even build a drill press. Do you have something that you can machine with? Drill press is just like my most recent project. I keep, I'm getting around to it. Hey, Will, can you give me a hand with these hydraulic lines? Easily. Can't build a drill press. I'm going to go up into his little thing where he could look around and seven, keep watch outside. Seven successes, Tim. Yeah, the uh, the lines were severed. You cannot repair the lines, not with what you have. Well, we didn't figure. But Replacement? Absolutely. Yeah, he's got yeah. backups. So it's not too difficult. Um, he can operate, but he has no more safety reservoir. That's not unreasonable. Any any loss at all is going to start causing cavitation and other issues and actually start causing damage to the hydraulic system. Maple syrup. We can use maple syrup to cut the <laughs> transmit. That'll be fine. Well, there's some birch up here, too, you know. So, should I roll for observe because I'm up in his little spot where he was looking outside from before to watch for us? I don't remember oh, yeah. what that thing is called. Mm, a cupola. cupola. That thing. Should I roll observe or are you just going to tell me what I see? What you see... <laughs> is the town shutting down for the night. Um, they are all... It's, it's getting quiet. You can see... The, you can actually from there, there easily see the, the patrols that wander the wall area, and then there's actually even groups that are walking through the through the streets. Just small one-person two, uh, crews. So all is good. For now. Should I go out and walk around the building to make sure nobody's hiding where I was? Well... You think anybody's stalking you? I think that we might be have some people mad at us. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Plenty of people mad at you, but they're kind of like afraid to touch you now. Okay, then I won't. Good, she took the bait. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> hey, just a thought. I think we should lock your second story access tonight. Probably not the worst idea. Is uh, hold on. Oh. How do you know I've got access to the roof? How do you think I got in here? Okay, that's fair. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> I didn't see him jump down. So no. Yeah. Uh, you want to go ahead and uh, I'll I'll go get everything locked up then. Yeah. And uh, you guys want to go ahead, keep working on this, and I'll come back and meet you. Throw a hand on it, but well, as you go up, to lock things back. up there, you you run into a Charlie that's already up there. Hey, for what it's worth, Hi there. one more thing I wanted to say. For what it's yeah. worth. Sorry, we got you wrapped up in all this. Appreciate that. Yeah. But sorry, not sorry. At the end of the day, suppose if it's getting stuff done, can't be too asked about it. Just keep the gunplay outside of town as best we can. Yeah, that's usually the plan. I like that. Good plan. So yeah, I go up and I uh, run into lock a Charlie my stuff. And uh, <laughs> hey, look, there's a lady I get to push off the roof. I mean, hi. I'm inside. <laughs> Hi. Your what hurts? Um, yeah. <laughs> what what you doing? I'm about to lock that up. I'm keeping an eye out. Make sure nobody's trying to bother us. Awesome. There's not a real good way down from there, so uh, you're probably going to want to get out unless you want to jump. Because <laughs> I'm about to lock this up. <laughs> yeah, you think I should jump, huh? Well, not down into my garage off my rafters, no. I'd like you to stand outside on the roof and maybe go down the ladder like a sane person. How did I get up there in the first place? I'm going to go back down that way. The ladder, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Proud of you. (laughs) Go ahead and lock that up. (laughs) Yeah, before you go, I understand you've got a bit of a different approach than I do. Mm -hmm. Not too big a fan of it, but... What a nice way of saying anger management issue. (laughs) (laughs) The, uh, The monks are taking and putting a lot of faith in you. Yes. I can accept your motives. You don't know my noto- my motives. Knowing them aren't my problem at this point. But as long as you haven't pissed off the monks yet, I can still play nice. Perhaps someday I will tell you my story. It's part of my brain that's just like, no, no, we don't use names here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, maybe at some point I'll share a bit more of mine. Yeah. But for now, let's get off the roof. Let's go fix a mech. And let's get you guys uh, sorted for the war you started. I am okay. going to go in and sleep while they fix the mech and then be ready to stand first watch while they sleep. One moment, right before both of you get off of the roof. <laughs> I like it. Roll both few percentile. Tell me what the number is. I rolled a 60. Ooh. 81. Four okay, more both of you don't see shit. What? <laughs> nothing. You guys saw nothing. Too high. <gasps> Fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I don't see anything. They, they don't want me to shoot anything anymore anyway. I'm only gently covered in optical equipment. It's fine. You guys don't see anything. You close everything up. Suddenly and get my hackles up. Like, what's up? There you go. I'll give you hackles. All right. I'll let you. Your character can have hackles at any time. Excellent. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to let those hackles constantly be triggered. Excellent. Especially around, especially around Charlie. I, I feel <laughs> that. I, I understand you, that completely. The night is... Uneventful. So, you guys gonna work through the night? You gonna actually sleep? What? Oh, we're we'll gonna sleep actually sleep. Okay. There, there's gonna be I, sleeping I'll in shifts on edge and thus working on stuff. But I'll sleep when I need to sleep. Okay. Perfect. You are actually, um, actually, Jonathan is the first one to wake. You worked on things here and there, but you did finally sleep. You woke up about five thirty. Not by a noise. Not by a light. But by the fact that it's really, really, really freaking cold. Like, colder than you expect, because you shouldn't have to have the stove running yet. Okay. 
As in water inside, any water inside is frozen. Oh. Your garage is below 32. And and we're not quite winter season yet, so this is either a flash or something. Either way, I am now awake and very worried about literally everything that is in here that is temperature sensitive, which is not a lot, but eh, a couple. Um, yep, you are very cold. You are, yeah. That, jump if, up, if get a good look around. Um, you actually open any of the shutters and you look out and it is snowed overnight at least a couple of feet oh god all right well i first I'm currently flurrying okay you're gonna wake anybody up uh, it, it, i i don't like these people as much as i like my equipment i'm gonna get my stove on get the building warmed up first they don't have to wake up if i don't have to deal with them waking up because if they can be warm wait are you guys out sleeping in the uh striker or are you at an inn, or like, what's up? Very likely the striker. And we were staying awake in well, we got, shifts. Yeah, we so. got some, somebody will be awake at that point, but I'm not sure who. During the night, it started a light snow, kept dropping in temperature, but it kept dropping and did not stop. <laughs> Just kept going. Um, by morning, the outdoor temperature is about 20 degrees. I, I, I go and uh, at least like knock on the side of the striker, see if anybody's awake inside the box. Yes, and you also notice, actually, you notice that the striker does not have snow on it. It is wet. Oh, of course, they've got their own heat. heat. We, we assholes. Yeah. <laughs> the striker <laughs> has, a, has a, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, you guys are awakened. Actually, Guy would be, is Guy's uh, sixth, sixth sense that somebody is approaching the striker woke him. Perfect. Someone's about to touch it. No. I'm probably up. Uh, in that in the span that I'm up, Tim, does the satellite go over? Yes. Is it getting any light whatsoever? It had enough to start booting towards the end of its orbit. But it didn't actually get fully... No. Okay. You saw the transponder come online. I will and that was about calculate it. the next time it goes over, and I'm going to try and get a picture of the island, which is what, about eight in the morning, seven in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. So by the time... well. In a few hours, absolutely. In fact, you can automate that if you really wanted to. I think I will. I should be able to guesstimate. Uh, we'll have of pictures of pasties here easily. and some fudgies and about, oh my God, E5. Okay. Never mind. You did not hear that. Yeah, 55 is good. I don't mind 55. Yeah, but it was from me. Do you need, you know, good point. Do you need to roll on that or not? <laughs> No, I do not need your roll. You you got it. Fantastic. Not a problem. It is going to function. All right. <clears throat> As everybody is mustered up, if you leave the striker, it is freaking cold out. Yep. Winter's and here. there is snow everywhere. Yep. I've already got my uh, secondary bundling prepped and on because uh, screw this weather. Well, this is The wind stupid. is building from the northwest. Right now it's only 10 miles an hour, but it's starting to build rapidly. Hey, uh, RJ. What's up? As much as I love the idea of working on your mech in the snow, I think we probably shouldn't. Yeah, it is awful cold. I think right now the first order of business is breakfast. Well, first order of business, I feel like, is getting everything that is open on the inside of your mech out of the elements. And then breakfast. Throwing a tarp on it? Well, I was thinking uh, if y'all want to get some heave-ho on my Humvee, we could slide it ass end into the shop. All right, let's do it. All right, get a couple people uh, crawling, crawling the Humvee out. I can uh, 
get that. You can, uh, I don't know, crawl ass end in. This is Reactor dead on the Humvee? <laughs> Reactor. Really? You're adorable. Really? How did you, nice. How did you get a gas Humvee? <laughs> Found it. Wasn't a Morrow Humvee. Which yep. means, what does it need to run? Uh, well, it needs more parts, but it does run gas. Interesting. Well, for right now, throw it in neutral. Let's make with the Meave Ho. Humvee moves well enough, but I put it in neutral to move it. Well, yeah. yeah. I feel like I should wander around a little bit and see if there's anything about. You could absolutely do that. Um, you are fact, way too excited about that. Wouldn't be too difficult. You guys repaired the lines last night. RJ was able to reprime it, and it can function at normal operation. You're going to need reserve if he's going to do anything outside of outside of normal. So RJ could technically pulled that thing out and put the uh, full mech into full maintenance, like basically packing mode where it can get smaller. Yeah. Okay. So you can get in, into there. How mm-hmm. small does it pack? Oh, quite a bit. It's it's not very mobile when it's in that mode, but it's designed to fit inside of... Kind of a transformer. I'm pretty sure I could, like, sumo squat penguin walk into it. If if they needed to retrieve one on the, um, from the field, they need to be able to fit it in, basically, the trailer that's behind the striker. Except for one that's got a big back door instead of, like, lab, lab gear inside of it. Right, I feel like I've had this heard this conversation before. Yeah, we, we could fit at least the party that needs it in. Oh, easily. You can fit the whole thing in there. That way you guys won't freeze to death and you can wash and wax it. And sure, sure. Fabricate. All right, so Charlie, are you going to wander around on your own? We're going to split the party. I was kind of asking these guys if they thought it was a good idea when you decided it was a really good idea, so I don't know if it's a good idea. As soon as the mech is in, I'm going to be ready for breakfast because I am cold and I need bacon. Oh, back bacon. Canadian. Well, they're screwing with that. I want to have a real quick look at this Humvee. Is it a gasser or is it a diesel? This has been cobbled together. This this thing has it looks like looks like someone's restoration project where they don't have parts. So someone has put a gas basically a Chevy gas engine inside this thing. It's got a manual transmission. Are we talking it like does a three fifty small block? What was that? Are we talking like a three fifty small block? Yeah, well actually more modern than that. It actually looks like to you like it's an L S one. Really? I just LS-swapped a Humvee. How you doing? <laughs> really? That's a dick move, Tim. What? On a long enough timeline, everything gets an LS-swap. You're not kidding. Well, they're, the the things are stupid plentiful, and after the end of the world, they're going to be everywhere. And they're really Cripes, not. they are already everywhere. Right. They're really not hard to work with, either. So Mechanical fuel injection is not difficult to rig up. No, not at all. So... Uh, gonna make a mechanical check on that to see if I think I can make that thing run. If you had the parts, absolutely. If you need to make the parts, you it depends on what kind of resources you have. Okay, I got two. Um, if you could find, I got two successes with what I'm aware of existing. Could it be done? No, you need you need quiet. You need some more tubing and things like that to try to. To build what you need. So what you need to do is find yourself a junkyard. Or trade for stuff. Right. We just created a junkyard outside of town. That's do you exactly wanna, where I was going. <laughs> do you want to wander around with crispy. me then? See what we see? I'm going to have to work all morning on this stuff. I thought you'd want to go to the junkyard. Uh, no, no. I'm just assessing for the future. All right. The But 
do you think you could get it running? The next question is going to be fuel. Now, granted, you could, you might be able to get around it by trying to do wood gas. I was going to say waste gas. You can try a wood gas. You can try a couple other options. I am relatively certain that you can run an LS1 on straight alcohol. I just can't remember the trick. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And if you're, uh, in fact, actually, if it's not too damaged, the seals and everything would be a-okay because they technically make all the fuel seals and everything else to be uh, ethanol. If you could find more of these, like an actual junkyard or things like that, which you do know were somewhat plentiful up there in the UP, Mm -hmm. then you could probably get this thing going. Now... If you thought about talking to the truckers, whether or not they have any parts, that's too late. They've already left. That's not, not a, yeah, not an option. So you can wait till spring. Yeah, they saw snow but, and uh, got out of Dodge. Well, they knew, Absolutely. They knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, next big question. Sensor operation. Can I basically ping the atmosphere and try and get a vague idea of what the weather's going to do? Actually... Give me a percentile roll, just raw percent. Tell me if you're below 50. 43. You believe that you can use the, um, basically the, the low frequency one. Try doing a sky wave, and if you get a response back, that means that you can tell that there's tropospheric ducting, and that means there is a temperature inversion. Right, exactly where I was headed. So, yes, you could start, try playing with some things. It would give you some generic information. That's what uh, I was Otherwise, when the satellite pass goes over and gives you an image of your area... That's the next that question. That will really give you more information. Yep. That was the next question, is when's that coming up? Um, by the time you guys are all dinking around with it, you you get a notification f- or with the other stuff. You get a notification from Guy. Hey, uh, the computer in here is beeping at me. Good. Uh, I'll come see you in just a little bit, Guy. Bring you some more food. Okay. So, yes, I am wandering about town. Okay. Charlie, you're wandering around town and not many people are out. The ones that are um, are dressed way warmer than you are. And they they still, when they notice who you are, they still give you that odd look that you remember from the meeting. There are several places where you see people going into, which are like little shops and a couple of they almost look like homes, but yet a lot of people are going in there. Interesting. Can I see in the windows? Sure. You can go up and actually, if you look, there, there's, as people are going in and out, you can see in the door. And what it looks like is that there is someone set up by basically a restaurant slash trade thing inside of a house. And it's not marked on the outside that the, it is set is like... Near where the truckers area are, where you see all the different trading posts, mm-hmm. those are obvious. This one is not. This one is not marked. It looks like only people who go here know about it, which means only the locals. So I'm going to go in. Okay. You go in and you're immediately hit with the smell of what to you is bread baking. Ooh. Um, there are so there's like three tables in there. People are sitting down and eating. It looks like there's looks like someone's got biscuits and gravy. Um, otherwise, you see sausages, things like that, meats. Um, then there's a the walls are covered with what look like furs and other things that actually look like it's cold weather clothing or basically clothing. Someone someone is hand making clothing, and there's food and things like that. There's also 
what looks other things that you can buy that are like on shelves. But the center is like three tables where people can eat, and the walls are lined with things to buy. Hmm. I'm going to go up to the person and ask them. So, can I trade for food and maybe one of these furs here? The gentleman at the counter and his wife, she immediately turns around and looks, just stares at you. And he looks, has his big smile on his face. And, oh, I can't, I can't believe that one of the, one of the blessed is in my what, what, what do you need? What do you need? You can take whatever you want. Well, I would feel better about giving something in exchange. Well, what what could you... What do you have to offer? I have uh, cigarettes and chocolate. They don't... Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. They've probably never seen either. I know. <laughs> you are correct. They don't know what you mean by that. So I'm going to pull out from... Apparently, I have them on me. Um... A chocolate bar and okay. a pack of cigarettes. Pull out a pack a cigarette from the pack and hand that to them, and okay. uh, tell them to light it. She smells the cigarette, and you get a frown on her face. He looks at the bar. Did you open the chocolate bar? I did not yet. Okay, so he's looking at the bar and looking at it funnies. Says it's a metal bar, but it doesn't feel metal. It's chocolate. Open it. And he looks at you confused by open it. I'm going to open it for him and break off a piece and take okay. a bite. And then offer him. You're, you're eating it? I took a bite and then I'm offering okay. him a bite. Okay. He sees what you did and then he takes it and he takes a small piece and puts it in his mouth. And then he immediately breaks off a piece and puts it in her mouth. And Whether she wants it or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he basically says... For this, do you have any more of this? I might have another bar or two. I don't know. How many bars did we have? Uh, you guys had... Well, actually, if you guys took... Quite a bit. You had your initial 12, and you opened another cache, which is another 12. So there's there's a total of 24 trade packs that I you guys would have. I had another whole stash. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah. Um, and then RJ's got his secret stash that you don't know about. We how still bit? somehow have less chocolate than we do whiskey. How many did Alex run off <laughs> with? Oh, Alex ran off with a bunch of them. That's true. You don't have a lot, I think, lot. I think but he gave one to May just to try and lure in. You know, like when you're trying to lure in a, a get the chocolate. Yeah. yeah, get the chocolate. Yeah. Oop, he's candy. Come here, balloon girl. You you've got a few, but it's not like that. You've got an unlimited supply. Yeah, I I think I have a few more, but I don't have a whole lot. Well, this one right here, you can you can take any jacket you want. Okay. Um. So, I want one of the furs so that I can wear it over my stuff. Okay. She's yeah. super excited. There's a, lot the of, there's a lot of different ones. You can absolutely find your size. Okay. Um, there, There's, like, rabbit fur. There's coyote, things like that. I want rabbit. Okay. Yeah. So, there's, there's like, a, a white, white slash gray. Um, in fact, actually, your first thought is that this looks really soft, and it is. Mm -hmm. It's got fur on the inside and the outside. I want that one. So, it's a double layer. <laughs> it's incredibly warm. Yay. Now I can be warm without wearing the stupid winter gear they gave us. Okay. Okay. So you're going to continue looking around there or? Um, I think I'm going to uh, see if I can give them a cigarette or two for a bowl of soup and some bread. Because I haven't eaten yet. They're interested in them. They don't know what to do with them. Um, 
you'd actually have to show them. So I'm going to light one up. Coffin okay. choke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that doesn't look like it's very enjoyable. Um, a lot of people really like them. It's tobacco. They know what tobacco is, right? No, no, they do not know what tobacco is. But he looks at it and says, I might be able to trade that to somebody. Do you want just a meal or? Yes, just um, a bowl of soup and some bread if you have it. They're, yep, they're, they're absolutely whatever you want from, you can have a, a your choice of meal. Okay. So I'm going to sit and hug my rabbit fur and eat a bowl of soup and bread and listen to conversation around me. Okay. As you're listening to conversation, you hear different things. They talk about the the fight the uh, day before. They're talking about a lot of conversation about the monk actually coming to one of the council meetings and actually talking. They they believe that their entire town is blessed, whereas other ones are going, this is a curse on the town. They're doomed. Look, the weather, this is proof that God is unhappy with them because they got snow weeks early than they should have, and so on. Um, one thing you do notice is that there is someone at one of the far tables that has said absolutely nothing. And you notice that they actually have, under their coat, you see the butt of a rifle. Uh, not the butt, the, uh, the um, barrel of a rifle sticking out from underneath the coat. Do I recognize them as, like, the sheriff people or anything? No. No, no you do not recognize this person at all, and it looks like a modern rifle barrel. Like what you guys carry. Hmm. All right, well... <laughs> um, I'm gonna take my bowl over there and sit down and strike up a conversation. How are you today? <laughs> he just glowers at you. Hmm. I've been told that um, a sour expression causes a sour stomach. How's your breakfast? Good on a cold day. I agree. Yes. They make really good food here. How did you know about this place? You talk a lot. I do. But I don't get to talk to anybody but my team, usually. And this is just such a friendly place, and I want to get to know people. What's your name? Do you guys cause trouble everywhere you go? Some people look at it that we clean up trouble everywhere we go. That's not what I hear. Oh, were you here yesterday? I've been here for a long time. Have you? How long have you been here? Long enough to see you arrive. Oh, okay. That's been a couple days, yeah. I wouldn't call it a long time, but yeah. What do you do? He's very quiet at that at that question. You can see that he's looking at trying to come up with an answer and he says I travel okay yeah so do we I mean it's kind of what you do in this type of place doesn't it seem like it most are already leaving because the winter is coming the snow is already here yeah are you planning on staying for the winter then as soon as my friends arrive we will be leaving oh okay what, what kinds of things have you seen on your travels he he is n- becoming more and more agitated with all your questions. Mm. Uh, you see him, phys- you know, he's phys- physically, like, tensed up. Mm-hmm. I've seen what you have done. 
Tell me about your perception of what you think I did. Of what you saw yesterday. I saw what you did yesterday? Mm -hmm. What I expected you to do. You act like you know me. Because I've seen what is laying waste of Bay City. Oh, now this makes far more sense. Are you with the sheriffs? I know who they are. I am not with them. Okay. Interesting. So, how did you happen across Bay City? Traveled past there oh, about... interesting. Yeah. Yeah. About a week ago. Okay. Um, did you know about Bay City before us? Yes. And that was acceptable to you? It was a dark place, but they left, they left people alone. They didn't leave people alone. What about but all those now women? it's burning. It's burned to the ground. Yep. What about all those women? Was that acceptable to you? Uh, reminder, we didn't burn it to the ground. Oh, wait. We didn't burn it to the ground. Yeah. Oh, okay. What? New Hope has been burned to the ground. It's been burned to the ground? We didn't leave it that way. We left... That's not what the people who are still around there say. We left one of our people there to help them to rebuild. It was not burned to the ground when we were there. It sounds like something happened. It's not there anymore. Huh. I should probably go tell my people this. That's interesting. Yeah. No, that's not something we did. You should know. You should be careful. It is very dangerous out there. Outside of here or outside of the gates? Both. Okay. I'll be and careful. Thank you. And I'm going to go back to the shop. So as you guys are working on the mech, there's someone walks in wearing basically big, lots of fur. A whole bunch of fur with a tuft of red on top. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's a hard to clean. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> have a good breakfast. I had an interesting breakfast. Um, it seems there's a guy here who calls himself a traveler. He has a newer rifle, sort of like ours. Um, I could only see the butt of it. I did not see the whole thing. Not the most uncommon thing, but go on. Um, he says uh, New Hope Bay City is burned to the ground. It says that we did it. Well, from what I hear, that sounds about accurate. We did not burn Bay City to the ground. I look over at Will. No? No, that was still standing when we left. Uh, we went in with a precision strike, basically because we didn't have the munitions to do more. Right. Yeah, but I suppose I, even even with that mech, you don't have a lot of folks to fight with. Uh, Tim? I kind of expected yeah. that they were going to level the place as soon as we walked away. That was a possibility, yes. Mm. Where does that leave, Kay? Been steamrolled as well. I mean, Unknown. I mean, Alex? I couldn't think of her name. That's okay. Unknown. <laughs> um, Tim, the overhead image, how yes. big is that? Does that cover all the way down there? No, does not cover all the way down there. It covers down to about Grayling and to the north about well, Sault Ste. Marie. Then it was because, you know, once we get a clear day, we'll be able to get a look at it. Nope, Sault Ste. Marie to um, basically Grayling. Okay. Um, with cloud cover, I can't look at it today, but we can get a, we can get a satellite image of it down the road once we get a clear clear day and I can 
maybe get a little bit of uh, idea of what happened. What you see of your current image is the to the north. Basically, you cannot see. There's there's right now. What you guys are getting is lake effect. That's what all I the snow that you yeah. currently have. This is obvious lake effect. Okay, that that was, the, that was the question I wanted answered. Was do we have basically a, a squall coming through, or do we have lake? You ha- currently have lake, but when you look at the image, the top corner edge towards St. Agnes is nothing but dark gray. Ooh, honey, we got a big and, storm coming. Yeah, and that's, um, doing the math, St. Ignis, that's an hour and a half to two hours out. Now, you only have a single image. You do not have, mo- uh, you know. No, I'm aware. Does it, it's not going to, it doesn't have a time lapse to show you. <laughs> I'm aware. Right, Was that winds maybe moving old? Speed now. Hmm? Is that old? No, that's this morning. Okay. I set it to take a picture as it went over this morning. So, mm-hmm. so it's maybe... What direction is the wind moving, Tim? The wind is from the northwest. So that is coming to us. Uh, Specs, you might want to give the locals the information. There's probably a storm coming in case there's anything they need to deal with. Yeah, I'll head on down to a local tavern. Make sure the word gets out through everybody. The bigger problem is that this guy believes that we have done evil things. And he has friends coming, and um, they believe we've done evil things. And he told us that it's very da- told me to be careful because it's very dangerous out there. Well, Maybe a threat. He was a scout for somebody. Yeah. To be fair, y'all started a pretty threatening-looking week for us, so threats are to be expected. Yeah. I'm gonna go down to the tavern. Yeah. Y'all uh, keep an eye on the shop. And. Go ahead and hit him. If he's got friends coming in during a storm, it'll take a while, so that at least gives us a bit of time. Okay. Breakfast time. I had a better breakfast than you. Charlie had biscuits and gravy or something. Soup and bread. Yeah, she had like what sounded like smelled like really you can still smell it on her. It's really better what you guys got. I had something meat flavored and I can't tell what it was, but it was food. Alright then. There is a nice image of the island. Okay. It's got trees, it's got some snow, it's got... Are there big places without snow? Yes, there are. Lots of buildings without snow on them? There is a very large rectangle that has no snow. There is other rectangles with no snow, and from... You do zoom in as much as you possibly can until you're at the limits of resolution. doesn't make any sense. Downtown looks like it still does back in... I am not surprised in the least. 20-somethings. You see that there are boats at the docks. The docks look like they're larger. Also not surprised. You would almost swear that the airstrip's still there. Not surprised that either. And you can tell that there's smoke. So, yes, that's obviously there's something going on and there's absolutely heat being generated because a lot of the buildings do not have snow on them. And there are areas that look like they've been cleared I'm looking already. for specifically things like HVAC units on roofs or are out. You don't have enough. Okay. Uh, mm, you think you see a couple of items that that looks like you, you can't see that it's exact, but it's a square thing on the roof. We're, we're talking, what's the resolution on this? One meter? No, no, no. This thing is, it's not that, that good. This thing's probably about a... A 10-meter resolution. Okay. 
So you can see that it's a square object. You can't see what it gotcha. is. But I can get a rough estimate on size. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, There are some that look right. That's atypical. <clears throat> so, RJ, looking at the picture, I'm going to have to say the island's in pretty good shape. Doesn't surprise me. No, no, not at all. Um, if we could get out there, I think there's probably a bunch of answers out there. Yeah, good chance. We might want to. We might want to push on that one. As a liaison, I'm guessing he's here somewhere. Good chance. And with the storm, I'm you know I'm pretty sure he wasn't gonna row a rowboat back out there anytime soon. No, he's probably over at that in town hall. Hmm. Speaking of over at town hall, over at a tavern, wherever the largest current congregation of people would end up being. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'd probably get there about now, trudging through the snow. Yeah. About that. So it's about 9 o'clock. There's a bunch of people there. Yeah. Um, the place is full because, well, there's a lot of snow and it's cold and right. people don't want to actually do anything outdoors. Um, I, I, I head specifically to the play, to the um, unmarked place at the Furs because I know there's going to be a lot of people there. Alright, so you're in the, in, the, in the place and it's like a lot of people sitting there. I still uh, have to act you know. patently sort of stupid to people though, so like I, I've, I've got a layer to work with. That's alright. Um, absolutely. bring that up. Oh, hey! How's your visitors? Yeah, they're an interesting bunch, aren't they? So how'd you get saddled with them? Well, somehow they figured out that I'm the one in town that knows how to use a wrench. And, uh, they sure have a lot of wrenching to do. What brings you here? You usually don't show until the afternoon. Well, (coughs) you're not going to start day drinking, are you? Uh, with them here, good solid maybe. Uh, actually, 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 um, I'm, I'm actually going to let you and, uh, everybody in here know, as I kind of gesture to the huddled crowd, uh, this, uh, this storm that we got, this snow that we got's coming over the lake pretty hard. Uh, looks like it's going to be an early winter this year, so, if, uh... This isn't going to be like that prediction you made, like, two years ago. You know, it was, it was... In the 60s and 70s, all the way through almost December. Yeah, well, it's starting to seem more like every couple of years that happens, and every couple of years this happens. So, uh, th- this is going to be a real cold one if it's hitting this early. So, what, what, why it's snowing now? So, it, and it's already going to look like it's going to clear up. What makes you think it's going to snow more? It'll come a bit in patches with the winds, but, you know, because cause it's pulling all that water and all that ice off the lake and kind of churning it up. That's what makes it snow? Well, that's what makes it snow harder and faster and earlier. See, you are a smart fella. Yeah, I just been around a lot of winters. You've always got to be tinkering. Why don't you go work for the council, the, the, the elders? Yeah, I do them favors when they need them, but I don't know. I like building stuff. It's, uh, it's easier on my mind than dealing with, uh, Every time the council has something come up, and if I uh, wasn't the guy that these blessed came to, I'd probably be a mile and a half away from everything they're up to. Yeah. That's... Although I'll tell you, I, you know the, the the daughter works over there at the inn where they were they were shacked up there for a while, and one of the girls over there, Kathy, she's got like that hots for the RJ guy, so. <laughs> don't don't let him get over there near near the end because she might cause him to to uh, be in some trouble. Oh, I don't doubt that. 
Can't he? That's the, uh, that's one of the teeth thing, right? Yep. All right. Yep. So, all right. Hey, um, I believe your order came in anyway. So the package, right, right over here, here. Here you go. Oh, good, good. That should last you for at least a couple of months. Although I don't, if it's going to snow like this and what you say, you might not get some until maybe April. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll have we'll have to see about that. It's it's gonna be gonna be interesting to see how this goes. Uh, I'm just gonna take and this is a pa- is this a package that I'd be willing to open up in front of people. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Didn't know if I needed a holster for it. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and crack this open. <laughs> <laughs> Inside is basically two bags. He get, he handed you a leather sack. Well, not a leather sack. Basically a, a cloth sack that inside had two leather satchels. One of them has a small flask with a liquid. You know exactly what that is. Oh, yeah, I do. And the other one is a small satchel that has... And he said... When he said, when he sees you looking at it, he says, the other thing, he said to not show anybody except for you. And he said he can get more, but it's going to cost a lot of money. And you weren't expecting this. The other one is a very, very small little leather pouch. And when you open it, is has 12 small, round, black things in it. And the smell immediately hits your nose. Oh. Yeah, all right. I'll uh, thank him. Okay. No. Close, close up my satchels and sack, respectively, so that I can head on out. And as yep. I do, I scan the room. Okay. You scan the room. You see all the regulars. And there is a gentleman there that you do not recognize. All right. He's sitting over by the far table. Do I not recognize him in any capacity, or is there something about him that could seem familiar? You do not recognize him in any way. Excellent. He, this is a stranger, and as long as you've been here, you know as soon as snow's hit, people leave. Uh-huh. If they don't live here. I kind of wander over to him. Bounty hunter. Hey, friend. He looks up at you. How do you tolerate having those people in your home? Not well, but uh, you tell you're uh, causing them a little bit of worry. Where's that worry coming from? Causing them worry. All these fine folks should be worried. Death follows them. Yeah, I've been seeing a bit of that. You fixing to do anything about what follows them? No, I'm just waiting for one of them to show his pretty face again. <laughs> well, tell you what, if he does... Don't go mustering up by my shop. Fair? No, no. All right. We won't make a mess. We will abide by the laws of this town. I do appreciate that. I gotta... But one of them has a price on his head. <laughs> that does not surprise me in the slightest. Who called this? And he's worth a lot. Hope you get your money's worth, friend. See you around. I'm gonna head on back to the shop. Tomorrow's End is played with the Morrow Project version 4.0 game system available from Timeline LTD at www.timelineltd.com. We also use with permission the ambient sound collection from tabletopaudio.com. Check them out for a ton of ambient soundscapes for your tabletop RPG sessions. Until next time...